Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy. But you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great. Filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. They seem like the best thing ever to the outside world, but like inside, I didn't have that connection. Rhonda's mom used a different tactic and kept Rhonda very sheltered. She had strict rules for her. Her mom would talk about all the evil people in the world and that Rhonda needed to be alert. She kept Rhonda close at her side. This gave Rhonda an unhealthy dependency on her mom as well as instilled a great fear of anything outside her home. Rhonda is in her 40s now and still struggles with trusting her own decision-making ability. Her mom still belittles her and tells her how concerned she is about the choices that Rhonda is making. Have you thought about this, Rhonda? I'm really concerned that you're going to get hurt. I can tell you don't know exactly what you're doing here. Can I fix your hair for you? It would look so much nicer if you grew it out. Rhonda told me her mom would give her compliments laced with shit. What I want to talk to you today is about covert narcissists and covert narcissist parents and realizing the traits and the toxicity that come out of that, that breed into relationships, that breed into how you look at life, how you get with uh, partners down the road, and how that can affect you. A lot of times people don't realize the traits that were actually instilled in them early on from their childhood and how that transitions into relationships now. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. We do that in multiple different ways by providing content on all the different platforms. So if you don't follow, check out TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn to see some of the short videos that we put up every single day to try to help bring awareness and help you see different aspects of narcissism that are not always talked about or that are not always highlighted. If you haven't had a chance to be able to follow on the NARC app and join a community of people to help that healing, growth, and change with getting advice, getting encouragement, but also taking courses and learning, doing exercises to set you free from the rumination, and also joining in the weekly lives and the monthly group coaching calls that we have every single month, then go to narcapp.com, N-A-R-C-A-P-P, narcapp.com. It stands for Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community community of like-minded people to help you through the confusion and into clarity. If you guys want to hear from the wife's perspective, a lot of people have been like, well, what about the wife? Like do a video with her, do a live with her. We haven't had a chance to do that, but we did start up our own podcast and it's been taking off really well. We've been really shocked about it, but you can look that up under trauma, drama, and life. And it's on Apple Podcasts. So go check it out there. We'd love to have you interact and be able to hear some of the stuff that we're putting out there. Just giving you like a small insight into our lives and you feel free to leave comments, to share, to review, to send emails or write stuff into Instagram of like, hey, I want to hear this or I want to hear this, you know, when we'll be glad to be able to share that with you. So super excited about that. If you want to talk to me one-on-one, whether that's just to help get clarity, help get closure, break free from the trauma bond or kind of work through that coaching process, we'd love to talk to you. You can go to rawmotivations.com, click on one ones and would love to be able to interact with you there. So anyways, let's dive in. The the thing that I was reading earlier is actually from the book called The Covert Passive Aggressive Narcissist by Debbie Mirza. 
So if you haven't had a chance to be able to pick this up, go ahead. But that's also why I'm reading part of it so that you can help under be helped to understand some of the stuff that's going on about covert narcissism, okay? And how it looks in, specifically this episode, how it looks with parents. Most children of covert narcissistic parents don't realize one of their parents is a covert narcissist until they're in their 30s. I've noticed in my interviews that this age is common time for awakening. It is a painful experience, but also validating. It is common for children of covert narcissistic parents to hear how lucky they are to have a mom or dad like they do throughout their childhood. This doesn't always happen, but it's quite common. This makes things very confusing for the child and invalidates how they feel about the covert narcissistic parent. I've noticed, though, some differences between covert narcissist moms, covert narcissist dads. These stories might be different, but the traits are, sa- are the same, and they make a child feel similar. They are incredibly selfish individuals who use their kids as supply. Now, if you've seen any of this stuff on my platform for a while, you know when I talk about kids, I talk about how the narcissist doesn't care about the kids, and I talk about how the narcissist leverages a lot of times kids if it's going to be helpful for their mask, if it's going to be helpful of what they're putting up out there. And a lot of times a narcissist will leverage the people in their life, especially kids in a relationship, to get what they want, to appear a certain way, and to protect the image that they're putting out there. Even so much fact of, I had a, I had a, um, a person I talked to a while ago on like a one-on-one, and the partner in the relationship took the child and went to like single parent gatherings, smeared the other person to be able to kick them out. Because they wanted to be able to establish, this is my image because here's a kid and I'm, I'm all single. Well, then they hadn't even got a divorce yet. A lot of times they will use the child to manufacture and to put up an image that they want other people to see. Covert narcissist parents seem to be either overly enmeshed in their kids' lives or they are the parent who is uninvolved. The parent who is absent or uninvolved will connect with their kids if the conversation centers on a topic of interest to the covert narcissist parent. In those moments, the child feels loved, but it doesn't last. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real world results. That's SAP Business AI. In those moments, they feel loved, but it doesn't last. The covert narcissist won't engage in what the child needs. They do not know their children, nor are they aware of their needs. They may know them on a surface level, but they don't take the time to really get to know them on a deeper level. They often label their kids as being certain ways that are far from the truth of who the kids actually are. As with all narcissists, they, pro- they project their own issues onto their children, calling them manipulative, controlling, selfish, and other traits that they possess themselves. A lot of times you'll see covert narcissists, narcissistic parents just in general, that will project their issues onto their kids. Whether that's an image thing, whether that's a confidence thing, whether that's the manipulative, the controlling, the selfish, like anything like that, they'll project a lot of those issues onto the kids instead of taking accountability of like, hey, this is actually my issue. It is actually my issue that I'm not confident enough to do this. 
This is actually my issue that I'm struggling with money in this aspect. This is actually my issue that I'm struggling with weight in this issue. Like there's a lot of different aspects that the covert narcissist will project onto someone else. And a lot of times when the kids are in that relationship, they're easy ones to be able to project onto because they're not going to know any different at that time. And a lot of times they're not going to say anything. Some covert narcissistic parents are great with young kids until they reach an age where they think for themselves. That's when the covert nurse's dad or mom begins to pull away. They'll begin more irritated and frustrated with their kids because they are no longer seen as amazing. The kids are no longer supplying the parent with adoration and attention like they did when they were younger and would run up to them excitedly screaming, Daddy or Mommy. Whenever the parent is overly involved or very uninvolved, the impact is the same. There is no help with the development of self from either one. The child feels alone and unseen. I did a video a while ago, a short that tried to dive into this a little bit. I hadn't even read this section. I was just saying, like, from my knowledge and from what I've experienced and from what I've seen, you know, you typically have a narcissist that a lot of times might be really engaged uh, from like zero to like four. And then from like four to 11, four to 13, it's like, nope, like I'm out because this person is starting to rebel against what I want. And this person is trying to push back at what I want. And when they start to think for themselves, when they start to notice, wait a second, this person just lied, this person just gaslit, this person is actually changing what's actually happening here. And a lot of times the covert narcissist will pull back some because like, I don't really want that kid in my life. I don't really want that person in my life because they're, they're bringing something up inside of me and they're bringing something up that's affecting my image. And that's inconvenient. All covert narcissists are selfish at their core. So that is how they are in parents. They want their child's attention and their praise. Sometimes covert narcissist parents will focus more on more time and love onto the golden child who gives them the most adoration. The covert narcissistic parent will become frustrated and angry with the child who doesn't want to get into their world. They will give them the silent treatment and punish them by withdrawing from them. The covert narcissist dad or mom will be kinder to the child who will listen to him or her, often the more sensitive, empathetic child who doesn't want any conflict. The other child or children will be labeled as controlling, selfish, or manipulative by the parent. And the covert narcissistic parent may not say things to their children's faces, but they will feel the judgment and dislike from that parent. Is any of this resonating with you? You know, as I'm going through this, is this something that you're like, Whoa, like that's something that, that my parent did. Or that's something that, you know, I recognize that a lot of my parents, a lot of my parents growing up, like they, they seem like the best thing ever to the outside world. But like inside, I didn't have that connection. I didn't have that safety. I didn't have that support. I didn't have that person there that was actually there for me. Do you guys recognize that? Is that something you resonate with? If so, leave some comments down below because people need to understand that they're not alone. That's what you have with coming out of a, a parent and a household and an upbringing that makes you feel alone to even going to the next person that makes you feel alone as well. It's isolation. And it's isolation that shows you you need to comply in a certain way. If you don't give me supply, if you don't give me validation, if you don't give me love and adoration, if you don't make me, the narcissist, feel the best thing ever, then I'm out. I'm going to discard you. I'm going to put you away. And the problem is a lot of times people come from households that actually have bits and pieces and strains and, and overtness even of this in the household and they don't realize it. And they go into the next relationship thinking this is normal. 
This is right. This is okay. This is love. When in reality, it's control. It's manipulation. And a lot of times we see this happen of people that end up getting back with narcissists or go through multiple narcissists because that's the norm of what they've known since childhood. One of the parents was a covert narcissist. One of the parents had narcissistic traits. And as a result, they were almost groomed ahead of time to get with someone else who is toxic. If that's you today, leave a couple of comments down below or engage with the comments. We're going to come back later this afternoon and actually dive in a little bit more into some of the covert narcissism and some of the stuff that you might relate with of how they're actually interacting and how it's actually coming across. So stay tuned. We'll see you later today.